Hey, what's up, all you motorcycle enthusiasts? D Woods, and welcome back to another mile post of the V Twin Life where we talk motorcycles powered by those V Twins. What fuels our passion? Why do we enjoy it so much? The V Twin Life West brand Crashing Clothing. You can find them on the World Wide Web at crashingclothing.com and on Instagram at crash underscore inc. Hey, and if you're on that website ordering yourself some crash gear, don't forget that promo code crash one, all uppercase letters. You're not going to find that promo code anywhere else on social media except here on the V Twin Life. Our little way of saying thank you for tuning in. And don't forget, if you find yourself down in that northwest corner of Oregon, down by Paradise, Harley Davidson, and Tigard, hey, they do have some crash ink on the shelves. So, hey, you can always swing in there, too. So what are you waiting for? Just get yourself some gear. Hey, don't forget, if you're in the market for a new windshield for your bike, check out Long Ride Shields at longrideshields.com. If you find something you like, hey, we got that promo code, the Life 15 at checkout. It's going to save you 15% on anything Long Ride that Long Ride sells. So, hey. Feel free to check it out. Maybe they got something you want. So now let's twist the throttle and get into mile post 30 with Twisted Fab 18. Guy's down in Portland, Oregon. Another Northwest guy that really enjoys motorcycles. He's getting into some of that fab work and starting to spread his ways out. So, hey, let's dive into this. Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's going on, buddy? How are you? Dude, I'm doing good, man. How about you? Oh, you know, another beautiful day in paradise, right? Hey, it's not raining, at least not here yet. <laughs> I've been raining here a little bit today, but nothing crazy, so I'm not complaining. Nice this is true. Hurt, but, you know, I'm home and relaxing now. I'm going to dive into the computer after we get done and start ordering up some parts for some boys. Nice. Nice, nice. So I guess, you know, we'll, we'll get to the kind of the fundamentals of where we like to dive into all this, you know, with a with the motorcycles. So, uh, Hey, where did it all begin for you? What, what got you into motorcycles? So as you know, and as anybody that's probably listening to this knows that motorcycle isn't something you learn. It's something that is in your blood when you, when you were born. And, uh, I believe it was in my blood from the get go. My brother was building a mini bike with a Lombard motor and he happened to go inside. He's uh four years older than me and I jumped on it and took off on it. And didn't know there was no brakes, and uh, I wore a chain link fence on my face for about three weeks because I ran right into a chain link fence, and I fell in love. From there forward, I fell in love. Uh, used to steal his dirt bike when I was in junior high, and he was in high school. I couldn't even get over his RM125, and I used to jump on his dirt bike, stand on a milk crate, and take off and go right away. I lived in Ohio, and there was a river that divided our town called the golf. And there was a bunch of us that rode together and we go down there and, you know, high school kids, junior high, high school kids and drinking beer and riding dirt bikes and having a good time. And I've just always loved anything two wheels. Nice. They are fun. So what got you under the road? So, you know, of course I, I'm, being that I loved riding motorcycles, I knew I'd be on one and, as a kid, I was always fascinated by Harleys, you know, and but I always seen them being that price range too high for me, you know, because when you're younger, you know, $1,000 sounds like, you know, a million dollars to us today. And, yeah. and so I, I had a KZ 900 that I rode was my first bike that I got. A uh, buddy of mine sold it to me and I was riding that around. And then I picked up a little uh, CB 550, was having fun with it. And then I bought my first shovel head, uh, pretty much was a basket case. I mean, it was writable, but it was pretty much a basket case. And I rode it with, from, I was in California at the time and I rode from San Jose, California down to San Diego with about nine guys. And on the way back, I threw a belt and we spent the weekend down there and I threw a belt and I just said, you know what, it's time to rebuild this. And I, uh, tore into it and from there it just got better. You know, I just from that bike to the next to the next i've had several and i have a couple in the garage now and one's com one's completely tore down that i'm building now and then i got a 91 fxr that's sitting in the corner that's in parts it's going to get built and got an 89 fxrs sp that's fully custom that i that's my pride and joy but yeah uh, just anything anything to do with bikes and going fast and that need for speed and that that freedom you feel when you ride, you know, that I forget yep. everything. You know, it, it's one of those, one of my little favorite hashtags that, that I use because 
it, you know, it's, it, it speaks truth is throttle therapy. You can be having just, you know, a day where I don't, you know, I don't want to say just an absolute shit day, but just things aren't going right. You're just mentally, you're not right in your head. And I swear, man, you can just go 10 miles down the road, a little loop, come back and you only need just a little bit and man, it can clear your head and you can come back literally feeling, you know, like a different person in a way. Definitely. Well, I got, I got a little thing. I five miles or 5,000 miles. The smiles the same. You know what I mean? It does. Do, amen. Right. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's really hard up here in Oregon coming from California. Cause I'd come home from work and had a stressful day and I just jump on the bike and ride, you know, and I get up here and, you know, not saying I don't ride in the rain, but it's easier when it's beautiful out to come home and jump on the bike and just go for a quick ride. Uh, I take, there's an old highway 30 up here that I like to take and it's just back roads and, I get on that and I just kind of disappear, you know, it's just, I come home and it's a whole nother world for me. Like I, I didn't even have a hard day. Yeah. One I found, I spent when my son was down there God, last year, year before last playing baseball, I would head I'm trying to find my, my other phone here, but head East out of uh Clackamas and head towards Mount hood. And dude, that was just a beautiful, nice little, I guess it kind of be four lane. You had two lanes going east and west for a while, but dude, that was just a beautiful ride. Head up towards Mount Hood, and I, I looped around up there and kind of explored that area when I was down there for five days watching some baseball. And there's some beautiful areas around Portland. You know, you, you get out of that big city and get out into the, you know, the countryside. I guess you could say and hit some of those back roads and you know get lost in your own mind and just enjoy the ride. Yeah, that's something I do like about out here. You know, if you want the city life, you want to go buzz around town and hear your pipes echo in between the buildings, you can do that. But if you want to disappear, I'm literally 10 minutes and I'm on that old Highway 30 and I can go, I can take the back road all the way up to Mount Hood, you know, like you were just talking about. And it's just a beautiful ride. And, you know, there's there's really nobody out there. It's a two-lane road. It's nice and windy. It's the old highway. And, you know, there. <laughs> I just love that feeling of, of I, I just get out there and I forget everything that's going on with me. And the scenery is just gorgeous because you're riding along the river the whole time. And, you know, you're just getting higher and higher. And then you get out to the Vista House, which overlooks, you know, Washington and Oregon both. And I'll stop there and look at that. And then you can follow it all the way out to Multnomah Falls. You know, and there's like six falls, so you you can stop at every fall if you want to. And I've done that where I've just gone for a little ride. I ride, you know, 20, 30 minutes into the mountain and stop at the next fall and check it out and hang out for a while and just let go of everything. The Vista House is one of Harley's little scenic deals for the 50 rides in 50 states. Yes, yes, it is. That buddy, uh, Michael Nielsen, Two Wheels to Survive, he he went down there and got that one checked off. God, I think it was two weeks ago. He rode down there and you know got some pictures, and it was pretty freaking cool. It's a cool place. I'm gonna have to head down there here. Like I said, though, I, I think I'll wait till it's a little warmer. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you know, sometimes you ride in the rain, but you know, if I'm gonna go down there to check it out, I mean, it's you know three and a half, four hours. I'd prefer it's dry for the whole, you know, eight, ten hour round trip because I'm sure I'm gonna stop at a few more places and you know enjoy a good day but it's always nice when it's a little warmer and a little bit drier yeah it sure is and if you ever come down we'll definitely i'll hook up with you and we'll go for a rip i'll take you on some of these back roads i know that are just just a blast to ride and there's there's some nice long sweepers so you know you can you can play with it a little bit and it's not too crazy on you so hey i found one of the one of the places down there that i found out about last year when i was uh on one of my trips to Idaho was um, Cabbage Hill heading east out of Pendleton. Oh, yeah. The switchbacks to go up the hill. I mean, dude, coming back heading west, it's, it's no fun, but man, you're heading east. Dude, those switchbacks are tight. I mean, it, you just rally, I mean, you know, dragging floorboards and just freaking enjoying it. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Not with whole new, uh bagger racing happening i'm just like oh because i raced afm for five years and you know so i love being on the track because everybody's got the same objective and you don't have cars and you don't have curbs you don't have oil slicks you know what i mean and 
So I'm my head's been playing with do I build a bagger and go out there and try to play with them. Dude, that King of the Baggers race was cool as hell to watch, man. I, I enjoyed that. And supposedly, I think this year they're talking possibly five events throughout the they are throughout the United States and kind of do a small little series or Actually, something, which I think they're, is cool as yeah, hell. Yeah, they're doing five events uh, this year. Um, I was just reading up on it. Uh, shoot, I wish I could remember the date off the top of my head, but I uh, got too many numbers in my head because I do math all day long. But uh, <laughs> they are doing it, and um, so they're opening it up a little bit for more people. The guy that won the uh, race at Laguna, Tyler O'Hara, I actually used to pit for Tyler when he raced AMA. Oh, yeah, so it was really cool seeing him out there on that Indian getting it getting down on that, you know what I mean? And seeing seeing all the people that have come out of woodwork and, and the support that had, it's just like it blows me away because that's what it's all about. The motorcycle community, you know, is is supporting like, you know, you hitting me up and asking me if I want to do this. It, it's just about that support and making friends and I've been all over the United States on my bike and have met tons of people, but seeing that race and all the companies that have coming out, uh, S and S and Olin's and race tech and Dunlop supporting them. And, you know, it's just, it's a really cool feeling to see that. It was, it was freaking awesome. I really enjoyed it. I would love to, you know, catch one of those in person. It would be freaking cool. But it's like I said, I mean, the, the whole community coming together, and, you know, like you're touching on friendships, building us stuff, doing this stuff. And dude, that's the coolest thing about this whole podcast is I can honestly say that every person from yourself here from, you know, milepost 30 to number one, I've built the friendship with every person. And that right there is the most awesome part of this whole thing. I mean, sharing their stories is the whole point of this little adventure that I, I took on that I wanted to do because it's something I enjoy, but the friendships that I've made with every person is the biggest reward there is out of this whole thing. And, you know, I'm honored to, you know, be able to call these people, my friends and dude, there's so many of them. I mean, we text back and forth and talk on the phone with these guys and it is, it's so freaking cool to, to have that within this community. And then, you know, to build these friendships is the biggest reward. And man, I'm just, you know, you you get kind of giddy when, you know, you scroll through your phone. It's like, Holy, you know, Jesus, I got, you know, I have his phone number, you know, we, we talk and, you know, you look through the group messages sometimes and I even got to think to myself, it's like, how in the hell did all this even happen? You know, is this, <laughs> is this real? Right. Right. And here you, like you said, here you are on mile 30, mile marker 30. And, you know, you can probably look back at when you, oh, I'd really like to do that, you know, and it's just kind of funny that you thought about it and here you are. Yeah, very true. And it's, it's been so cool. And, you know, I mean, I take notes of every episode. I mean, I, (laughs) I have a bucket list of places that I can't wait to visit and I hope to check off 75% of them in the next 10 years would be awesome. And you mean, I had some cool places lined out before, you know, the little dream places you want to visit. And, you know, after you talk to each one of these people, you figure you find more of the little back road places to visit, not so much, you know, the popular places like tail, the dragon go down through riding the, the Ozarks and each person is, you know, opened up or, you know, a little place. It's like, Oh dude, I can't wait to go there. And it's like a lot of people you don't hear say like a lot of the East coast guys. And when they go up through the Catskills mm-hmm. and, you know, there's some other places that I've been told about, it's like, man, I, you hear the stories and you, you can get that little bit of a, you build a mental picture in your head. It's like, man, I, I can't wait. And, you know, having all these people to talk to and it's like, Hey, you know what? It's like, they've all said, man, you get here, give me a call. Cause you know, we'll show you around or, you know, even a lot of the guys say, dude, you have a place to stay whenever you're, you know, you're in my area. It's you just call and it's super cool. You know? Yeah. I'm honored to call every one of these people, my friends. And it's, it's been so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's one of the greatest things. Um, you know, I, I'm, friends with i don't know 2500 people on facebook you know what i mean and how many of them i know actually on a personal basis the face to face um is few and far between but every time i hit the road 
I, you know, I'll put up a post on Facebook and, and I get everybody hit me. Hey, if you're coming through here, let me know. You need an oil change. You got a problem with the bike. You need a place to crash. You need a hot cup of coffee. You need a shower, whatever. My door is open for you. And these are people I only know from Facebook on talking with them, you know, and them seeing my post, me seeing theirs. And uh, then we end up, you know, uh, messaging each other. And next thing I know, I got their phone number and we're asking, bouncing questions off of each other or, or going, Hey, you know, I got this. If you're looking for that or and it, and it's just so cool how how it comes together um <clears throat> there's a group of us we, we run a page on there uh called the harley lounge and um we do we have done where we've raised money for a lot of downriders and for uh, people that maybe have family members that are battling cancer or you know whatever for whatever reasons and and just watching the love and the support that comes out of that just you don't you don't get that i don't see that in other things i don't see that at churches i don't see and and that's not to knock anybody so everybody has their their thing but like i don't see that in other places as i see when i'm with the biking community you know when i'm out there riding with guys and you know, somebody breaks down, nobody leaves them behind. Everybody's there trying to figure out what the problem was and how we can get them back on the road or, Hey, somebody's, somebody's kids not doing well, or, you know, with this whole COVID thing, people helping each other with all the madness going on in the world today and people being unsure what's happening, putting their hands out and helping out. And, and that's what I love about it. And, and that's what I strive to do even more is to, to put my hand out and help out any way I can. Well, no, I had, you know, kind of a, a firsthand experience that last year I'm on a trip when, you know, I lost my regulator, got my dad, you know, a good friend, Todd, and one of my good buddies, Dustin, and we're calling all over. We happened to find one regulator for my bike in the state, which is in Yakima. And we're in Packwood on the West side of the Cascades. And before I can even say anything, I mean, my buddy, Dustin, he's already got his helmet on bike started. He's like, dude, I'll be back. He goes, I'll go pick it up. And I'm like, you know, called, you know, owns power sports and say, Hey, you know, can I pay for this over the phone? I got a buddy coming to get it. Cause you know, I'm broke down on the side of the road and you know, I never said a word. I never asked him if he would go get or anything. He's like, dude, I'm on. He goes, you know, he goes, I absolutely know if this was reverse situation, he goes, you'd be doing the same thing. I'm like, well, yeah, of course I would. But, and you're right. You know, it's part of that, you know, just that community of the motorcycles and it is awesome. I mean, I've got, I've met people, camping and before you know what i mean literally they're fucking making you dinner and and, you know the friendships you build with people at a freaking gas station Uh yes sir that's that's for sure i've met a lot of did an 11 day trip last year left a little too early in the season and uh i rode through rain sleet snow and hell and i think i had uh about two good days in texas and uh kansas i i was went through kansas i think i had a nice day where i actually was in my my vest and my t-shirt was all I was in, but any other time I was in rain gear, it's like we pull on soaking wet and people, Hey, let me buy you a cup of coffee and don't know. Them. It's not like I was broke down. I just pulled in to, you know, take a break because I'm riding in this pouring rain and let me buy you a cup of coffee or where are you guys traveling from? Or wow, that's so cool. I wish I had that life, you know? Yeah. And it is cool. You know, it's how people do support it. And then it is, it, it's an awesome community, I mean, hands down. I don't know of another one similar to it that I've ever experienced. Yeah, like uh, like Brad over there at Crash Inc., you know, I, I didn't know Brad when I moved out here to Oregon. And I, I still don't even know how we actually met, but like Brad runs a 503 bike night, which you probably know about out here. And, uh, you know, I, I got Twisted Fabrications and... and <clears throat> He hit me up one time. What are you doing, man? It's the last bike night. And I had been going out. He said, why don't you bring some gear out? And so, you know, he don't have to do that. You know, and it was about the camaraderie of, of just come out, have fun, support. You know, and there was there was every kind of bike you could think of. There was pit bikes. There was there was crotch rockets. There was Harleys. There was baggers. There was FXRs. There, Brad was on his trouble head. You know what I mean? So there, he had his old shovel head out there. And just everybody just, Hey, how are you? And it was just a, uh, it's a great event, you know, up here in the Northwest of being able to just get to know people, find more people to ride with, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Brad's amazing. I mean, that, that whole friendship I've, that I've been able to establish with him is just, it's absolutely awesome. I mean, and he does live by the, you know, he lives by his t-shirt, the PMA, that positive mental attitude, because he's always looking to help that. I mean, not, I don't know if helps the right person, but he's always so positive and always looking to, you know, uplift, you know, yeah. somebody else, the next person. And the, he's absolutely amazing, dude. I, I love that guy. He is, he's became a, a damn good friend and I'm honored to have him as a friend. And it's really cool. Yeah, he always tries to make the best out of a worse situation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Him. And, uh, you know, I met the guys through him right past your pussy, uh, sporty mob Levi. I've known him for a while, you know, uh, rain city motor cultures out there, you know, and, and then, you know, he have different vendors coming in selling food. So he was having, you know, people get to know new people that way, you know, we're out riding. I mean, nothing, nothing I like more about Oregon than the fact that I can stop at a taco truck every 20 minutes if I want. yeah no kidding so where did the where did twisted fabrication come into all this so that's that's a funny story buddy so there was about oh eight of us went to a bike night out here and i can't even remember which bike night i'd love to tell you i know it wasn't 503 because it hadn't even started yet and uh a, a friend of mine that no longer lives out here he's down in arizona now was from southern california and we became friends again i think it was facebook somehow we became friends and found out he lived close he lived out in st helens which is about a 40 minute ride for me so that was like perfect you know nice little 40 minute ride get out of town and we hooked up and we went to his bike night a bunch of us and 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 there was it was a whole different vibe than what I I was used to because I hadn't even been to a bike night out here yet you know and um, <clears throat> we took this picture and and I was mooning in the picture and he was acting like he was doing some stuff and another dude kind of had his eyes all wide like he was liking my butt and um, <laughs> I uh, I made a meme and I made it's twist dash ed and everybody always asked me who's twist ed. And I says, it's not twisted, it's twisted. And what that is, it's a twist of the throttle and I'm a little twisted. <laughs> so so I made this <laughs> meme and showed it to my buddy. And I said, man, I think I'm going to make some t-shirts for the hell of it. And I designed a couple of t-shirts and made some t-shirts and he sold like hotcakes. And, you know, one thing led to another. And I uh, decided, you know, I'm going to do some more and, and I did some more and then I became a saddleman seat dealer and then I became a Simpson helmet dealer and then became this dealer, that dealer. And I started my business and, and now like, I mean, I work a full-time job as a union carpenter and then I come home and I'm on the computer for anywhere from three to six hours at night. And on the weekends, you know, when I'm not wrenching on my bike, riding or, you know, sleeping, I'm on the computer or on the phone talking with people, ordering parts, figuring out parts, you know, uh, trying to answer questions for people the best I know. I'm not, I'm not a one mechanic, you know, but, uh, I do have some answers, but I, I'm also humble enough to know when I don't. Um, so that's where it all started for me. And like, now I'm working on, uh, it's kind of funny since, uh, we talked the other day and kind of touched bases. I was laying in bed the other night and I started thinking to myself, that's it, man. It's, I, I either got to go all in or go all out. Uh, my birthday's on Tuesday. I'm going to be 54 years old. And I'm like, you know what? I've been a carpenter for 33 years and my body's not taking it. I don't want to be out in the cold like that. I want to be in the shop and enjoying work again. And so I'm going to, I started writing my business plan and I'm going for a loan and I'm going to try to open up a shop. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. So it all started as a joke to, to answer that. That was the long and the short of it, but it all started as a, as a dirty mean picture, if you want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> so now, you know, people listen that, you know, might not follow you. What all kinds of stuff so do you do? I do uh, pretty much any kind of part you could, you could imagine. And then some, um, so anything, let's just use drag specialties. If, if you jumped in a drag specialty book and you called me and said, can you get me this? I can get that part for you. Um, 
I do some specialties, Plex Audio, uh, 2O Audio, uh, Fab 28, um, Lindell Brakes, uh, uh, West Coast T-Bars. So, you know, some of the stuff that isn't in, in some of those books that they, they haven't made it that far yet. I, I do mm-hmm. like supporting the small guy just because I get so much support myself and I do everything out of my garage. I don't have a shop right now. So everything is either in my garage or I get it drop shipped right to your house. So in other words, I just found my new supplier. <laughs> well, I, I sure <laughs> hope so, man. And I'd love to help you out. You know, um, I, I, I got a motto though, you know, something I, I got a buddy out in New Hampshire who I'm getting ready to fly out on Wednesday to see him. And he, he does uh, engraving on signs. Uh, Andrew's a real good friend of mine and, Andrew's going to make me a sign. It says, your bro deals don't pay my bills, bro. Because <laughs> it seems like when we're a small company, you get everybody knocking going, what kind of deal can you give me? You know what I mean? The deal I can give mm-hmm. you is help me build my business, and then maybe I can help out a little bit. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah, everybody, I mean, you got to make yeah, money to survive. I do what I can do for people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know? You buy a $10 product, I can't give it to you for five. But you say, hey, I want $5,000 in parts. Well, let me see what I can do to help you out a little bit. You know what I mean? It's kind of kind of right. how I put it, you know. <clears throat> so that's where it started. Uh was a joke. And, and here I am three years later. It started January 1st of 2018. Um, selling some T-shirts. I got T-shirts, hats, stickers. Don't have a website. People keep laughing at me. How come you ain't got a website? Because I haven't built one. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm the same I'm, way. I'm Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. I'm Twisted Fab on Facebook and uh, Twisted Fab 18 on Instagram. Um, so that's where most people get a hold of me or they personally know me now. Like I said, 2,500 friends on Facebook and I don't know most of the guys. It's, it's funny. Is like I went out to New Hampshire Oh, it's been about six months ago out, out and see Andrew and uh, a bunch of these guys walked up and said, hey, how are you, Steve? And I was like, Andrew, who is that, bro? And he goes, oh, that's Jeff or that's Chris or that's, you know what I mean? They all know me because they know my face. You know, and on mm-hmm. Facebook, you know, people use profile pictures and they got their bike up or their dog or, you know, their car. And so I don't know their face. And yeah, yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, dude, you, your sweatshirts and your hats are pretty freaking sweet. I know I'm gonna have to be, I'm gonna be ordering one here really soon. Well, I got big orders coming back in. I'm getting ready to do a big up order. So if anybody's listening and they're wanting something, I'm I'm low on everything. Um, still learning the whole process of what sizes I need to order. You know, it's 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 a learning curve, as as you probably know. You know, you. I'd, yeah, I'm in the same boat when it comes to shirts. I mean, but you know, like you, I'm. I'm just starting out. I, I don't have, you know, the deep pockets that have 50 of each sizes in stock. You know, I do small orders and, you know, I try to order extra everything, you know, get some larges, extra larges, two X's and whatnot. And, you know, I, for me, it's like, I might try to keep five to 10 of each on hand. Cause you know, like you, I don't have a website, but you know, I do it word of mouth, Facebook, Instagram, and you know, like you, man, I'm starting out and, and learning as I go. And, you know, hopefully soon by, you know, maybe this summer or whatnot, I'm going to try to figure out how to do the whole Instagram page or Instagram page. I got that, but uh, the whole website and, and figure out, you know, the kind of the next step to this whole little process that I'm learning. Yeah, I, I just got to find, so I have a friend of mine that said he'd help me build my website. That's what he does on the side. And, but thing is, is I have so many different parts and now I'm like to the point he's trying to help me out, you know, save me some money. Hey, I need this, Steve. I need this. And, and it's a lot of work. You know, like I said, I work a 40, 60 hour a week job, depending, you know, what job I'm on. And then I come home and do this. And then, you know, trying to have a life at the same time and then trying to run, trying to build things to make my business bigger. I have a hard time getting all that together sometimes, you know, because I go, oh, shoot, I forgot about that. Oh, shoot. Or there's 40 products at one place, you know, like I'm a Simpson helmet dealer. Well, we got, you know, nine different helmets and, 12 different visors and you know there's all this different stuff well he wants price so finally i think i'm going to get a hold of him go okay what are you going to charge me this is what i sell to build the whole website for me (laughs) where i don't do any of that i just tell you what i want we look at it i pay it's done 
Yeah, that's the best way to go. But yeah, like I said, you know, it's, it's all a learning curve and we'll figure it out as we go. I mean, I'm, you know, kind of in the same boat. I mean, I don't have as many irons of all the stuff of what, what you're selling and whatnot, but you know, at some point I'd like to try to expand upon some things, but it is, you know, it's a learning curve and you know, what do I got to do to keep going? And you know, that's where I'm at. I'm learning as I go, but yeah, I'll definitely, get definitely. And, and you know, I mean, best businesses I've ever seen, you got to be able to take inventory and get rid of stock at hand, you know, things that, Things that are good for mm-hmm. you, you keep and you build on them. And things that are bad, you got to learn to discard. And and I think sometimes that's some of my problem is, you know, I wear many different hats because I'm pretty much by myself. And, you know, I got, I got some helping hands that, you know, throw it in there once in a while. Uh, Andrew's a big helping hand and he's on the East Coast. And our, our big plan would be we get our shop going out here and then Andrew would like to open up a shop in the West coast on the East coast. So we'd have West coast and East coast twisted fab shops going. Uh, he's a, he's a electrician owns his own business and you know, he's getting up there in a couple of years and he's like, I'm kind of done crawling around in attics. You know what I mean? He he wants to do something that's fun again. So, you know, we we got a dream and it's, it's not a pipe dream. It's a dream. And and we're going to, we're going to have a big talk about it when I'm out there about I'm going to ask his opinion on some stuff and he's going to bounce some stuff off me. We FaceTime like almost nightly. I mean, there's probably one night a week that we don't FaceTime and we're not on FaceTime for an hour talking about bikes, you know, and it's just a great thing. Fisher Tire Works, FTW uh, sponsors them out of California, which is a friend of mine. Uh, Tim Fisher's all into bikes. He's got kids and stuff, does some fabulous work if anybody's in northern california looking for a nice tile dude look up uh ftw it's uh fisher tire work anyway so tim jumped in and he he gives some love there and like i'm not i'm not the guy that's paying for grand national races and and all that but his dad is just like um his, his pops hit it off really well when i met him and, and and this kid like i think i told you this the other night like he was at practice one day and he was, you know, going into corners and he was kind of rolling his arms to his stomach, right? And, and and I'm not a flat tracker, but I raced, you know, street bikes. And you learn by watching. I said, see how those dudes got that arm out there, that left arm out there so they can counter steer that bike and get that rear end around? Why don't you try that? And I am not lying. That kid went out about 10 minutes later and every lap, every corner, his elbow was out. Like, he heard what I said. You don't get that out of a nine-year-old kid. I can't get two words out of him, but he hears everything you say. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. And, and he's uh, he's out there racing with the boys on little 100s, and he's on a 65, and, and he's beating them by half laps because he's late on the brakes into the corners. He's starting to get it sideways. And it's just I love watching a kid succeed like that, you know, have a passion and succeed like that and, and having parents that back them like they do. That's awesome. I mean, it, those little stories are are so cool to hear and you know like this whole platform is sharing the story of you know a young kid that's getting into it is so immense in it and loves it you know that's kind of becoming his you know his life in a way as he's so focused and like i said he might not smile he might not talk to you much but he's going to listen to what you say and obviously he's going to apply it and and see what happens and and do what he can to improve himself every lap which you know a lot of us strive for that. You know, we want to try to improve ourselves every time we do something. And, you know, whether you're riding a motorcycle, you know, I can use, say, my hobby of woodworking. Every time you build something and make something, it's like you learn something. You learn a little sliver. It's like, hey, you know what? Ha <laughs> look what I just did. And you store that in your memory. And, you know, every time you do something, you kind of, you learn something new. It's like, all right, you know, let me lock that one in the memory for, you know, next time. Hey, I just, you know, not so much say a shortcut, but you know what? I'm you're picking up new techniques and you're evolving. Yeah, working and, and smarter, what you're doing. not harder, <laughs> right? Hey, you know, you that's go. what I always say. You know, I'm being a union carpenter. My big joke is when I got an apprentice under me, I'm guys always say, Hey, can, are you sensitive when they come onto the job? You know, somebody introduced them to me and they go, You're going to work with Steve. Well, wait a minute, are you sensitive? And they go, no, why? He says, okay, then you can work with Steve because Steve's pretty harsh when he's working. And, and the joke is like they'll be fighting <laughs> something and I'll joke with my and I'll turn over and I'll go, hey, 2%, man, 2%. And they go, 2%? I go, yeah, you just got to be 2% smarter than that material you're working with to figure it out. <laughs> you're, 
And, and I like to laugh. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I got a motto I live by. If you're too busy to laugh, you're far too busy. If, if you can't laugh, you know, at a mistake. And, you know, I've always done that. Even, you know, one of my old boss, when I used to work at the paper mill, you know, you can be having the most shit day, shit situation, something going wrong. I'll find some little humor in it just to make you smile. You know what? And that little smile can just make your day from go from absolute shit to just, you know what? You're right. Let's just laugh it off. Hey, you know, whether <laughs> something's broke, your day's seriously fucked, but you know what? You just made a funny moment of it and that day can get a little bit better and you might not be so hard on yourself or just so bogged down of the whole, you know, well, yeah, a I, bad I day. Look at things like, you know, I don't have bad days. I might have a lot of bad moments in my day, but I don't really have bad days. You know, and, and what I mean by that is like, you know, something happens, I try to let it go and something else may happen. I may have a lot of those something happens today, but I try to stay pretty positive. And I think that's why I like Brad so much is because he's that way. You know what I mean? I know we all have our things where it's it's called life, yep. you know, but, but don't yeah. dwell on it, you know. And, and that's a big thing for me is that when I make a mistake. How do I learn from it? Kind of like you were talking about with your woodwork. How do what, how do I learn from it? What did I do to make that mistake? And what can I do not to make it next time? Yeah, or think, you know what? God, things just ain't going right. Just think, you know what? My motorcycle's in the parking lot. I got two hours left, and this day's yep, going to get comes a hell highway of a lot 30. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here comes Highway 101 for me, and I'm going to take this little detour up this way. I'm going to loop around, hit this back road, and oh, yeah, life yeah, is good. I, so my big plan with uh, Twisted Fab is I was hoping to be gone all this summer and I was going to do shows. I was going to set up shows. I was hoping to do Born Free and a couple things and have and have some things set up where I run all the way through up to the East Coast and then back down to Oregon and take the summer off where I really would be taking the summer off because I'd be on the road constantly and I'd be working shows, which, you know, as you know, 16, 18, 20 hours a day, you feel like you're working because by the time you set up, you work the show all day and then you close back down, you get to sleep, you're right back up doing it again. But that was my plan. But with this whole COVID stuff going on, I figured I'm going to work through this year as a union with the union through this summer. I got a couple of rides planned, but, uh, Next summer, my, my deal is to have the trailer set up and be set up with some, some gear and actually have a shop open where I can take off and somebody's running the shop while I'm gone. There you go. That'd be pretty cool. I know I'd love to try to hit four corners this year. I've, you know, Brad talks highly about it, Mod Glide, and you know, I, I've looked it up online. It is in a beautiful area that I would love to get through, you know, over in Colorado. And if I can swing it, it'd be totally awesome. I mean, I've got some invites for Sturges and a few other places, but, you know, I'm in a in the beginning of starting a new career that, you know, is going to last for a little while. I got some other stuff, you know, my dream of retiring not so late in life. And, but, you know, you still got to have that job to pay for everything. And so hopefully, you know, with a new career, I like to at least try to get one, one event in this year. You know, I got a lot of good ideas for some fun weekend trips, but you know, things are evolving and it's, it's, freaking amazing how things are going and i'm pretty yeah, yeah, excited and, and you got it and you got to take everything with stride right you know like i said i was laying in bed the other night and it's just i there's times that i go my god what am what am i trying to do work full time and do this and and then i'm laying in bed going screw this i'm doing this you know i gotta walk through that fear of what's the worst gonna happen i'm gonna go back and put my bags back on and go back to work <laughs> it's the worst that can happen to me i was already doing it so if i don't give it a shot how am i gonna know very true, man. That's so one hundred percent. So that's that's where uh, you know that's where I sit. I'm I'm ready for some nice weather and get out and do some ripping and riding. And uh, I got a friend up in Auburn, Washington. I'll be going up to see him here as soon as the weather breaks. I need to get up there and do some riding with him. And, and then I got a I'm I'm hoping because uh, I'm building a my thirteen road glide up. Uh, I'm doing a performance bagger, uh, shooting my motor down to. A1 cycles in uh, North Carolina and he's building my, my motor up. And, but anyway, long story short, I want to take my, my road glide out again this summer and I want to get off for a couple of weeks and shoot out and go back to New Hampshire and ride with Andrew on my bike. He's got a couple of bikes. So when I go out there, I get to ride with him, but I like to go out and buzz around with him and the boys and just, just take my time and ride out there and have a good time. I mean, I, I don't know. I, if somebody would tell me they would pay me to ride my bike, they would 
you know, all year round, I'd ride all year round. I, I'd just be gone and, and disappear. Oh, Where do you want me to go next? But who knows? Maybe that maybe that'll come come yep. about somewhere. Where somebody will hear this and say, "Hey, we'll we'll pay you to ride this new bike and tell us what you think of it." I don't know. <laughs> maybe something will change all behind yeah. this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> All I know, I'm waiting for next month. I got a Harley dealership that's asked me to come take the Pan American for a demo day and do a review on it, which I thought was freaking amazing. So I can't wait for March and go pick Ooh, up that yeah. Pan American and go see what Sounds I think of like it. Fun. I think so. I mean, you know, I was over the dealership handing out some of my, you know, some of the V Twin Life stickers, and you know, got to talking to the head dude. You know, we we're talking about the Pan American. I'm like, you know, I just can't wait to see when a person. You know, I've seen, you know, the YouTube videos. You've seen, you know, read some of the forum. You see pictures and. Like, I just want to see what a person, see what it's like and, you know, start talking. The guy's like, well, why look at it? He goes, dude, you know, with all, with, you know, kind of what you got going, where you're going with, he goes, you know, as soon as it gets here, he goes, I'll call you. He goes, you come take it. He goes, you know, enjoy it. Go take it out for a demo day. He goes, then he goes, give it a review on your podcast. I'm like, all right. right. Fuck, sounds good. <laughs> yes. My dad looks at me. He's like, how in the fuck do you pull that shit? I'm like, Dude, I, I just wanted to see it. And all of a sudden, we started going beyond just looking at it. And that's freaking cool as hell. I, I'm yeah, excited. Like I can't wait. I'm, you know, I've ridden a couple of the MH, you know, and I haven't, you know, I got old Evos and I got a 13 road glide, you know, and uh, I've, I really want to take an M8 out on a nice long ride, one of those CBOs and see what it's all about. You know, people tell me different stuff. I mean, I love my, my 13. It's just what it's, what it's been for me. And, I'd love to take one of those M8s out for, you know, a weekend, not just a couple hours where you actually go out and do some riding and see how it handles and, you know, because the Dyna's dead now because there's, no like, there's no more rear shocks. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like I went down to uh, one of my trips down to Meridian last summer. You know, I did my iron butt ride and ended up going down to Idaho a few times for my boys playing baseball. And at that time, my nephew was a salesman at high desert Harley Davidson down in Meridian, which dude, that place is huge. And well, right across the parking lot is the Indian dealership. And, you know, I've been watching all the stuff on the challenger. So I went across there and I'm looking at the challenger, me and the salesman, we started talking and, you know, he'd make a few comments and, you know, I, I give him all the right answers and, you know, we start talking history. He's like, you know, you, you kind of know what you're talking about. I said, well, fuck. I said, you know, I don't just talk motorcycles. You know, I've been around a long time. I said, you know, I've, I've done my homework. I've studied it. I said, you know, it's it's a part of me. I said, you know, I fucking love it. And he's like, because why don't you just take this thing out for a ride? I said, dude, I said, I'm not going to lie to you. I said, I'm not going to buy this bike today. He goes, yeah, I know you're not. He goes, but I, I think you should experience. He goes, get your helmet and shit. I said, I do. So I, you know, took off for a nice ride on the Challenger. And my brother, he's like, Jesus Christ. He goes, I can't believe this. Well, he went next door and, you know, see his son over at the Harley dealership and was telling the manager, he's like, dude, you're not going to believe this. He's over there. You know, he's feeding a line of shit. He's, he's over there working a fucking deal. He goes, look, you know, the, as I'm leaving in the parking lot on this new Indian Challenger, I took a Friday. I mean, I was impressed with the seat. It had some cool features. The the tranny and drivetrain was a little noisy, but then the other thing I got to say is, you know what? The bike had 20 miles on it when I took it out. It's not broken. It's not nothing. And it had some get up and go. I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was bad ride at all. And, you know, I did some miles on it. I think I rode 25 to 50 miles. Took it back. And then, you know, I went over to the Harley dealership and the, the manager walks out. He goes, what'd you think? I said, oh, you know, and. I gave him some feedback. He goes, great. He goes, dude, he goes, you're not fucking even going to think of buying that. And he goes, until he goes, you take one of these brand new Harleys out. He goes, I don't care which one. He goes, a dealership yours. He goes, walk inside. He looked at my nephew. He goes, whatever the fuck he wants, he's riding. I took out a brand new fucking 2020 Road Glide Limit. I said, I'll take that one. <laughs> and, you know, took that baby out. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is like you get used to, like with mine, I mean, on my Road Glide, I got the crash bars and I got the highway pegs because I love, you know, mine's set up where I rest my heels on my floorboards, my, you know, kind of the ball of my feet, my toes, rest of my highway pegs. You get so used to that. All of a sudden, I'm riding this bike. There's no crash bars and no highway pegs. It's like, dude, this fucking sucks. You know, because yeah. you, you're just used to the things yep. that to make the bike yours. And I mean, it was a beautiful bike. I fucking love that road glide. I'll never, I mean, I, I don't have no drive to go buy an Indian. 
and you know the funny thing's like you're talking about wanting to go ride at Milwaukee. My dad's got a 2019 Road Glide. He's always telling me, "Hey, you need to come get this thing and you know take it out for a day, go for a ride." And he was over the other day. You know the weather was nice, and he's like, "You know, I'm just trying to get this last 500 miles." He goes, "I just want to get my 10,000 mile service done." He goes, and then you know we've always worked on our bikes. He's like, "I'm tired of paying the dealership for it." He goes, "But I'm going to do this one." He goes, "I'm just trying to get miles up." And I said, "Well, fuck, I'll come get it and take some miles for you. You know, I don't." I'll fucking knock that 500 out. And he's like, no. I said, Jesus Christ, you keep telling me I need to come ride. He goes, I know. I said, well, let me come get it. No. I said, well, I said Jesus Christ. Well, what the hell is this? He just starts laughing. He goes, you can ride. I said, I'll be there tomorrow. Nope. <laughs> he's like, talk to you later. Like fucking dickhead. Keep telling me I can ride it every time I come up to get you. Like, no. Which, you know, it's, and it's just my dad being comical. I just, I just freaking laugh. It's like, you know, you keep telling me to ride it. I keep saying I'm going to be here. What he's telling you is you need to go buy one. <laughs> you can ride one, but you can just yeah. name right in mine. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing. I mean, you know, my, my 04 was my dad's old one. He was the original owner of it. And a couple of years ago on Father's Day, it was my Father's Day gift from him when he bought his 19 oh, and late cool 18. Because I, I sold my old bike to pay for some orthodontic work that my daughter needed because her jaw was tooth link backwards too far and i fought the insurance company they wouldn't pay for it it's like you know what piss on also my bike and we'll fix it and it's like you know what i'm gonna get a bike next year well you know for me and my boys found baseball and we traveled all over the northwest and it was you know i'd do it again in a heartbeat and then you know it's like my dad you know so every year it's like well i'm gonna get a bike next year next year well i had a you know nine ten year hiatus without a bike i i always went up grabbed you know, my dad's road guide, I go for a ride on it frequently. I call him, hey, you know, he's working or he'd be at a car show. He's like, hey, you know, bike's up there. And so I always had a bike to ride when I needed it, you know, get that fucking throttle therapy. And, you know, he had this big freaking speech he worked out. And, you know, we went up there a couple of years ago on Father's Day. And, you know, he went through his whole speech. And lo and behold, he goes, you know, the only right thing to do is he goes, you know, I just bought a brand new one. He goes, so here's the title to your bike. He goes, we need to ride again. He goes, I miss it. And, you know, we both kind of got teary eyed and that's, that is going to be an upcoming episode with my dad because, you know, I rode bikes with my dad. That was my first road trip I ever went on was with my dad and fuck 2000 when I got my first road bike. You know, I've, I've lived my life in the dirt until I was 20 and went to the road and, you know, my dad's my best friend and he's, he's my riding buddy. And, you know, we do a lot of trips and, you know, when he did that, it was just, it was Pretty emotional. Yeah, I, I completely day. understand that. I got a 23 year old and uh, he uh, he wants to ride, but he's trying to be responsible because he knows he's he's seen me over the years. I raised him by myself and he's seen me over the years. And, you know, the money that goes out, you know, get, you know, we get them and we make them ours. Right. You know, and he's seen the money that goes out and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, pops, here's the thing is I just I want to be able to get on the bike and disappear with you just go see what you see and because you you know i i i'm a picture fanatic so i take tons of pictures when i'm out uh just bought a really badass camera after all these years but anyway he really wants to go riding but he's being real responsible and i keep going man i just can't wait for that because uh it all started for me and 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 why i want to do that so much and you know you talk about it with your dad is like you do these trips well you know, my son and I, you know, being the dad I am, I'm a, I've been a little rough on him, you know, because I want nothing but the best for him. You know, always wanting to set him up for success, not failure. I uh, didn't have that growing up. And, and I bought him a mountain bike and we used to go mountain biking. And, man, it made me so happy because of the fact that he doesn't feel like I can tell him what to do. And he got to be with me at the same time, you know, and I'm everything to him because it's always been me and him. Well, I know it's going to happen the same way when we get on a motorcycle. I can't tell him what to do. I can give him tips when we stop or something if I see something he's doing. But other than that, you know, it's just about riding and having a good time. And, you know, you saying that about your pops is just what I what I want with me and my boy. You know, that I call him up and, hey, we're going to Sturgis this year, right? You know, or we're going to Four Corners, right? Whatever, whatever the run is that year that we've been talking about, we want to do, or hey, let, let's shoot down to the Grand Canyon for. Or... So I'm looking forward to what you were just talking about, Ed. 
I mean, kind of grabbed me by the heart, man. I love that kid to death and uh, I can't wait for him to get to that point where he's responsible to be able to want to do that and, and go riding with me. You know I mean? He's being responsible that he's not buying one right now because he's trying to take care of other things in his life. But when he's ready to do that, I'm ready to ride, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, my, my boys hope to do the same thing. You know, they want to get on the road and that's, you know, in time and. You know, it's like my daughter. She loves riding. She'll call me, you know, like in the summertime. We, I went and picked her up. She lives up by Everett. And we've done the Skagit Loop. I took her up of the North Cascades Highway. And, I mean, shit, there was a few months back. She she kept talking about she wanted to ride. You know, we should do a weekend trip to the over eastern Washington. I'm like, you know, hey, you know, we can do that probably this summer. And I got this message from her one night. She goes, hey, Dad, I figured out a cool ride. And, you know, being as she went to WSU in Pullman, I'm figuring, you know, we'll you know, Eastern Washington trip. Well, then I get this little notepad text from her. It was like Port Andos to Boise, down to Nevada, through Nevada, the Grand Canyon, fucking up through Colorado, Yosemite, Wyoming, Montana, and, you know, back to Washington. I was like, holy Jesus. And, you know, I was, told her, I said, fuck, that's badass. Said, you know, you're buying a bike? She's like, well, no, I'm just going to ride with you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just, I thought I would check. But it was, you know, it, it was super cool. You know, my daughter loves to ride with me, and I, and I absolutely love it. That's, you know, another reason I want to here soon get the, you know, the communists for the helmets, just for the, you know, extra talk, you know, to communicate back and forth. Because I have a good friend of mine that I mean, he's many years older than I am, but he's been, a you know, a family friend I've known in my whole life. And he swears that him and his wife, when they hop on the bike and ride, they talk more to each other when they're riding than they even do at home. He goes, oh, they'll sit there and just chat back and forth when they're cruising down the road on their Goldwing. He goes, and he goes, it's crazy. He goes, and they enjoy the hell out of it. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, I want to get one, you know, get a unit on my wife's helmet. And then I want to switch to a full face soon just for, especially for doubles, you know, get, I want to get one of the Lexans, get the pair soon. And, you know, like we talked, I got some other plans for that. And we don't want to let the whole cat out of the bag on that whole adventure yet, but. I'd like to get one, you know, whether, you know, my daughter's riding with me because, you know, her and my wife, they share the same helmet. And, you know, I've heard nothing but amazing things about, you know, Lex and Moto and their communists. And that is in the plan for the future to so much easier than trying to lean back and scream at the person behind you. Cause, you know, I'm sure like, you know, your rogue law like mine, it, it's not quiet. I mean, it's got, mine's got some good pipes and healthy cams and, you know, and I think that'd make a big difference for riding, you know, communication wise, whether you want to stop somewhere, you see something to take a picture. Cause that's the whole awesome thing with motorcycles. You see something cool on the side of the road. It doesn't take much room right, for a bike to pull right. over as opposed to yeah, a car. And then I'm going to tell you what, that, that Lexan is one of the top lines. I, I love it. Uh, it's so much more crystal clear and it's not to knock anybody else's that they choose. Um, but personally for me, I'm deaf in one ear. So I have a really hard time having anything in my helmet because I only have one ear to hear anything out of. And I want to hear tires screeching, blowout, whatever. So that way I'm aware of my surroundings at all times without just having my head on a swivel, which it already is. But uh, I put that Lex in my helmet and was riding with a buddy. And then Andrew, who's up in when when I became a dealer for him, Andrew picked one up from me and he was riding and he rides with the modular Simpson modular and uh he was riding and he says, so how's it sound? He's got a little windshield. He's got a road glide and he's got no seven. He's got a small windshield on it. He goes, how's it sound? I go, sounds good. And he goes, okay, I'm going to flip my helmet up. Tell me how it sounds in. And, and, you know, we're on FaceTime and he flips up his helmet and I could still hear him. Yeah. You could hear a little bit of wind. And then he stood up on his pegs above his windshield with his helmet, with the front of the helmet up. And I could not believe how crystal clear it was being out. You know, and that's the wind blowing right into the that's mic. That's awesome. So, so, yeah. So, when you're ready to do that, you let mm-hmm. me know, buddy, and I'll help you out there. You know what I mean? Um, oh, absolutely. It's going to be pretty goddamn soon. I'll guarantee you that. Well, buddy, <laughs> this is a, it's amazing, man, what you're doing and, and the community you're building and, and the community, you know, who knows who I'll meet from this and who has, you know, hooked me and you up. I mean, look at Brad. Brad kind of hooked me and you up in a sense. So, um, well, actually, you know, and you know, when it come to Brad, you know, I got a you know big shout out to Street Glide Trooper because he was actually the one that turned me on to Brad, and that guy's been amazing. I mean, he's you know building a good little following for him, and he does a lot of networking. He's always chatting with people, and 
you know, he's also kind of partly responsible for getting me and Gorilla Gang when I hooked up with him and and Brad. And you know, it's it's that community coming together as a whole. And it's yes, like it you is. said, man, it's an awesome is. community to be part and of. I know that uh, I'm looking forward to me and you meeting up and riding. Cause I, I get a feeling that's when it's going to happen is we're both going to be on our bikes when we meet up, uh, when you come down this way or, or like you were telling me the other day, you know, you got some people coming up from Texas and, and a couple of different places, who knows, maybe I'll be coming your way. And Well, Hey man, well, when you come up to Auburn, you know, if you get up to shoot your buddy, man, you have to hit me up. Cause man, that ain't far. And shit, we could definitely meet up somewhere. I mean, Auburn's only fucking barely a little over two hours for me. And you know, there's some great little side roads. We could meet up somewhere and, you know, have shoot the shit. I would love that. I would definitely build the love friendship that. even uh, more. You know, I really appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to be on your podcast. I'm super stoked. I was actually listening to a few last night uh, that I haven't get with you know the lifestyle I live of go <laughs> as I call go lifestyle. I downloaded mm-hmm. uh, some stuff and then I started listening to some of your podcasts last night and like I'm like okay now I need to listen to the rest of them so. Got to work tomorrow, but I'll probably lay in bed tonight and just have have it sit next to me, listening to it, just relaxing before I crash out tonight. And it, it's been really cool because I I've learned a lot more about you and in, in the little bit we've talked, but from your podcast because you you talk about things going on in your life or things that have happened in your life. So it's kind of like I feel like I know you already in a sense. Well, that's kind of what I like to do, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, I get people and talk to them, but you know, it's also you know I love to think of it as a revolving door. It's like. You know, I've had a few people, hey, you know, can I ask you a few questions? Like, dude, absolutely, man. It's it's two-way street. You want to get to know more about me, too? That's totally awesome. Like, you know, Bri the Biker, he had me on his podcast, which that came out on YouTube, I think, a week and a half ago, which was super cool, doing a, a podcast with him on, the, I think it's called Beyond the Rider. And it was super cool. And, you know, I'll be getting more people and, you know, contacting me now, which seems just freaking cool. But it's been amazing you know, amazing little venture. And, you know, I got no plans of stopping this mile. We're going to keep knocking down mile posts because bottom line is, dude, I'm having so oh, much fun doing good, it. Man. That really it's does a good sound time. good. And I look forward to hearing the rest of what you got and who you plan on bringing on. I mean, we talked a little bit about some people that have been in your mind about talking to, and I'm looking forward to hearing those ones and, and the rest that I haven't heard that you've already done. I mean, there's some, there's some freaking awesome ones coming up because, when I did the uh, the episode with Riot, who what that guy does, I mean, he's writing for a cause and writing for a mission. But you know, on his episode of people that tune into the episode with Riot, you'll hear how he talked about the Asphalt Five. There was five of them that are actually got ahead of the clock when they rode the Hokahay. You start the Hokahay, the finish line does not open till two hundred and forty hours after it starts. It's a ten day, ten thousand plus mile ride of back roads. Well, there was five of them that they were ahead of the clock because, I mean, they rode some serious hours. I mean, some of those guys are talking 20-plus-hour days. And they all, you know, met in a little town on the finish line and waited for the finish line to open. When they crossed the finish line, they got nicknamed the Asphalt Five. I mean, you had Diesel, who won last year's. Then you had Fede, Hopper, K-Solo, and Riot. And coming up, I've actually hooked up with all of them, and we're going to have episodes with all members of the asphalt five coming in the next weeks to come, which is just absolutely freaking amazing. Cause I mean, these guys are some of the top endurance riders in the world, but they're not just endurance riders. These guys are riding for a cause. They're riding for reasons and they're putting down miles to better and help other people, which is just absolutely kind of freaking awesome. That, you know, we, we don't just ride kind of like I was talking about earlier, you know, we're always, we're always the first to put our hands out, you know, so, hey, man, in closing, where so, uh, can in, let people know Portland, where they can Oregon, find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Twisted Fab, T-W-I-S-T-E-D-F-A-B, or you can find me on Instagram at Twisted Fab 18 Spelling's the same, no hashtags, no underscores. Um, you can message me anytime, day or night. I'll get to it as quick as I can. Like I said, I work a 40 to 60 hour regular work week. But I also am real big on my customer service is my number one thing. I hate bad customer service myself. So I strive that that's going to be my number one goal, that when people call me or send me a message, I get back to them as soon as I can get back to them. 
you know, which is usually within 12 hours. I see most people put within 24 hours, we'll get back to you. And I'm trying to make it within 12. I want to beat what everybody else is doing so I can strive to be a better, better company than I expected to be. Hey, that's awesome, man. And Hey, thank you so much for taking time out of your, you know, your Friday night, you know, sitting down with me talking bikes and, you know, kind of sharing your stories and, and what you got going on. Well, I appreciate it was awesome. And, and, and I had uh, a great time. Steve. I really do look forward to meeting up with you and maybe putting down some miles with you and having some fun and sitting down. I'd say have a cold beer with you, but I don't drink, but I'll have a cold soda. You can have a cold beer and uh, we'll even chit chat some more. Hey, absolutely, man. Hey, thank you guys for tuning into the V Twin Live for Mile Post 30. Hey, feel the free to follow along on my V Twin Life adventures on Instagram at the V Twin Life underscore podcast and on Facebook. It's just the V Twin Life. Hey, if you like this content, feel free to hit that subscribe button and never miss an episode. New episodes air every Wednesday and every other Saturday. And if you share this passion for motorcycles, you want to be a guest, hey, shoot me an email, the V Twin Life at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram or Facebook, shoot me a message. And uh, hey, let's hook up, let's talk, and let's work some things out. So, hey, until next week, everybody, hey, ride safe, enjoy the open.